What's up, Field of Dreams Nation? This is Stephen Orfis. I am your host. Very excited tonight to bring you episode number six with my friend Donna DeToro from the National Christian Counseling Association. Uh, they're based out of Sarasota, Florida. Uh, Donna has some background to bring to the table. Uh, before I bring Donna on, I just want to go to our sponsors. And we have SRO Business Coaching. Uh, hire Coach SRO to help achieve your business success on a cleat string budget. We have the Business MD with Dr. Christine West, impacting the mind, mood, and behavior in your business. And last but not least, we have the YIT Foundation with CEO Sharon Tony Finch, assisting preemies, veterans, and their families in any way possible, as well as provide housing, healthcare, and other necessary assistances. Um, and uh, she has sponsor a veteran for the holidays coming up uh, that we're going to talk about at the end of the show. So um, just very excited to have Donna on. We had a, some great conversation over the weekend. She had me laughing because we're both Italian. We were using our hands and uh, she is very talented in what she does in helping the youth um, achieve their field of dream. So without further ado, we're going to bring Donna on and we're going to get after the show. So I know she has a big crowd and there's going to be people watching for her, which I'm excited to share. So let's bring Donna on. Donna, welcome to Field of Dreams Business Podcast. Hi, Stephen. Thank you. How are you doing tonight? I'm good, thank you. Excellent. I'm good. I know you're nervous. We're both nervous. So uh, <laughs> we're going to nail this down. You're, you're a strict professional. So um, Donna, let's get right into it because you got a superb background. I'm excited to bring, you know, to my audience. Um, but but what about National Christian Counseling Association? What is the mission? Uh, the mission for me, um, I have healing hearts and minds counseling, right? Helping the community find the love of Christ. Um, it's a mission that's based on helping the youth find their purpose so they can navigate their way through life without be, you know, going through that, those depressions, the anxiety, the stressors, just helping them find another way, navigate another way than the way society has been trying to teach our children, right? So that's the mission. I love that. And, uh, you know, I had my baptism Sunday night and Donna and I got connected, you know, on social, you know, just through, I think, the faith, you know, and honestly, yeah. like, just crossing paths and having the same belief. So when I was able to, to lock you down, I was excited about that. Um, and, and Donna, why is it so important for the youth to have you know, that type of mission for their life and their, their future? You know, suicide is the third leading cause of deaths between um, the youth between 15 and 24. 20% of our youth are experiencing depression before the uh, age of adulthood. You know, that's a very high statistic. 5.6 million kids have been diagnosed with depression and anxiety. Um, and those two go hand in hand. And one of the things I've noticed, like therapy has been a a around for a long time. Um, yep. And, you know, unless you're going to get to the root cause of what is causing those stressors and um, what is causing that depression, what is causing that anxiety in your life, you are never you're going to mask it. You're not mm -hmm. going to be able to actually get healed from what you're going through. So yeah. It's important, you know, for them to, I think, once you know where something is coming from, you can work on it. You can yeah. address it. You can attack it, you know, um, and Christian counseling is attacking it, you know, from a different way, you know, 
we're created by God. God has a plan for you. You know, mm -hmm. he has a purpose for your life. Let's help, you know, let me help you find that. Yeah. And that's what temperament therapy is about. You know, finding somebody's temperament, their inborn temperament, not their genetics inborn, but how they re react to people, places, and things. Oh, okay. Um, and so like, so, you know, what a typically, what, if a youth comes to see me, you know, we would have a session together and then they would take something called an Arnold, Arnold um, profile system questionnaire, an APS report. This okay. will help determine their temperament. There's five. And within that temperament, there are three areas where, which is inclusion, control, and affection. And there are, um, what we'll do is, uh, so inclusion is the brain, the intellect. How do we react to people? Uh, mm -hmm. Control is our will right? Do we like control? Do we not like control? And then there's the affection area. How do we, you know, want people to love us and how do we love other people? Mm. And then, you know, how much of it do we need? How much do we express? And how much do we want? When we understand who we are created to be, then yep. we have a better way of navigating our life according to the environment around us. Yeah. So you kind of pretty much taken the inner analytics of somebody and their makeup, which... I appreciate yeah. being a, a sports coach, but to actually apply that to to the human, I think, is is so valuable, and especially with a relationship or whatever is going on with that person and, and why they're acting a certain way. So it is digging deeper. So I appreciate that, and I love that you guys actually do a full in depth process to find out why and not just addressing the behavior, the issue, because it does stem from somewhere, right? Usually from yeah background or you know whatever they've experienced in the past so um yeah. that's, that's amazing um and then you know donna how did you fall into becoming a christian counselor i mean what is your background like how did you get to where you are you know inspire us hmm. well <laughs> uh oh we saw just from my bio i was a trouble teen obviously right i have a twin sister i have uh, a brother I have parents that are entrepreneurs. They always had businesses. Um, yep. Some very successful, some where they had to be there a, a little bit longer. Yep. Um, I was a wild child, very outspoken, needed a lot of direction. But unfortunately, my parents really couldn't give it to me because they were working. You know, at the time as a kid, you're not going to see that. Um, so I was just getting into trouble. I was like, okay, nobody's around. Let me do whatever I'm going to do. Unfortunately, it led to a very disruptive lifestyle really bad, learning bad behaviors, uh, going through a, just a lot of different things, having to move away from my family, staying with my aunt, then having to move there because again, my, be, you know, my behavior came back out four years later, getting, yeah. coming back home, then not living with my family again, be, living with another family because I couldn't live with my family. So it yeah. was just, you know, so I have a very, like, so my, so I never learned how to actually stay and work through anything because I was always moving from mm -hmm. here to there, you know? Um, so seven years ago, I went through a really bad divorce, right? It was my second divorce actually. So I got married very young, 20, I was, you know, had my, my daughter. Um, and then, you know, I had, you know, like everybody, oh, you know, everything wasn't working. Let's have another child. Let's see if that works. You know, I was how old I was? I was 20 when I had Ra uh, my daughter, Rachel. And then I was 25 when I had my daughter, Jamie, right? Yeah. I'm a baby having babies. Yeah. Nobody my age was having children. All my friends were in college and doing whatever they were doing. Mm -hmm. um, 
I didn't have the tools. I didn't have, yeah. you know, I, I didn't have what was needed to be able to have a relationship with somebody else. I didn't even know who I was, exactly. right? So the foundation was never established. So when the storm comes, it blew my house down, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I had experienced uh, a, a level of grief that I've never experienced before, um, which led me to my, you know, to my first Bible study. A friend said, you know, hey, come, you know, to a Bible study. And, you know, I wasn't seeking God. I knew God. I'm Catholic. I, you know, went to church, you know, Christmas, Easter, all the great holidays. Yeah. Um, but then I went to this Bible study and I'll never forget my first, the first verse, you know, was in, in Psalms. It was like, you know, if it had not been for the Lord, you know, mm. who was on my side, I was like, oh, what is this? You know, I never read a scripture. I never read anything. Catholic churches, you don't really do that, you know, yeah. um, and that kind of changed my life forever. And I started going to church and I started like really, I don't know. I just felt like God hit me. Like, it was his perfect time to hit me and help me. Right. Yeah. I think he stopped me in my tracks. Um, and I went through a seven year process. I went through a seven year refining, finding out who I was, what right. made me tick. Why I found out my temperament. Why was I acting the way I was? Mm -hmm. um, how could I be a better person? I really stopped putting the blame on somebody else. And yeah. I said, I found out how, you know, God actually showed me me, which was not pretty. You know, I thought I was this great person. I thought I was a great mom. Um, no, I wasn't. And I had a lot of apologizing to do. I probably cried for four years straight. I think my family was said to me, you know, are you ever going to stop crying? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I don't know. I don't know. I want to. Um, yeah. But I allowed God to work in my life. I allowed the scriptures to heal me. I allowed mm -hmm. people to comfort me, pray for me. Yeah. Um, and it led me to, I felt like the calling, right? So the calling to help others. Um, I felt that as a child, I was always rejected. Mm -hmm. But when I gave my life to Christ and he showed me, he said, listen, your mom prayed. Like, I really thought I, you know, God had me look at my parents in a different way. You know, your mother was praying for help. Yeah. My aunt helped me. God purposely put people strategically in my life to help me, you know, along my path. And I'm right. I'm very grateful for that. So I couldn't see it at the time, right? But I can see it now. And that um, feeling of rejection is one of the worst feelings anybody can ever have. And when you have a feeling of rejection from a parent, it could actually paralyze you. Mm. And so I wanted to get into um, Christian counseling because, again, I had been in counseling since I was 12. I never was ever felt any better. I never, you know, they had told me to go on antidepressants. I went on antidepressants. They, you know, they told me that, you know, uh, told me I should do yoga. So, you know, really take care of myself. Don't worry about the other person. Uh, it never helped me. It wasn't until I started looking at me where I was falling short, how God could make me a better person mm -hmm. and how to love others. Amen. That's really where I started to find my healing. And now I have all this peace and joy and laughter and love in my life that I want the youth to find that because if I, he gave it to me, he's definitely going to be able to give it to somebody else. I agree. And we, you know, just the conversation me and you had on Saturday, I have, I have the utmost respect for you just for being so open and honest and like 
we all go through these types of traumas and these types of experiences. And that level of grief that you're talking about is something I've recently went through um, myself. And it, it is a level that I've never, ever seen. And it is, you need somebody besides family and friends, you need to turn to the creator. And, you know, Don, I would say you would agree with me. We don't push our faith on anybody, um, but you do need to turn to somebody because it is so overwhelming and the anxiety, the depression, the feelings that you get from it, um, it's, it's overwhelming. So I totally know what you're talking about. And I just respect you for saying that in an open platform, because I think, I think it needs to be talked about more, you know, and we don't talk about it enough and everybody we're, we're, we're mainstream society now where, Hey, if something's going wrong, just shut your mouth and, and go about your day, you know, type of mentality. But when you mix in other things and outside forces like a pandemic or, serious mm-hmm. things that are happening in the world people are struggling financially and you go through i'm going through a separation myself and it is the most difficult thing out there um when you have all these other things going on and i don't care how successful you are it's going to take a dent in your life yeah. and you know you need to lean on somebody or something to be able to pull yourself out of it and i can as you are, Donna, how you're being successful, I can finally say I've pulled myself out. I still have a long way to go, but you can finally see the light at the end of the tunnel, you know, oh, yeah. which, is Absolutely. A, which is a beautiful thing. And when I dedicated my life to Christ on Sunday, I've been a Christian since 2020, but I haven't, I didn't really dial in and for the last, you know, six months or so. Um, and it's just amazing the people I've been able to meet, like yourself, the opportunities that that come up. So I think what you're speaking about for the youth, if they can find their purpose and find their mission at an early age and, and dive into the faith, I mean, they're going to have a whole world of opportunity throughout their life and maybe not make mistakes that maybe me and you made. You know, if we can help help the youth, you know, I was a baseball coach, you're, you're training kids in, in life. I mean, that there's no better coach than that. But I think if we can stop people in their tracks now and get them to, to really dial into their purpose and their mission, you know, maybe we prevent somebody from going down the road. They don't want to go down, you know, or, you know, learn about themselves at an earlier age, like you're talking about. So just, just really powerful stuff. And um, just, like I said, just appreciate you sharing that because I know how hard it is and, and you have just been open since day one about that. So it's, it's pretty cool to, to see what kind of person it made you into though. And I know, <laughs> I know for a fact, you told me on Saturday, like it, it's, it's who you are now, you know, and it's yeah. a, when you get on the other side of it, it's the trauma turns into a beautiful thing because you know, you and right. And your mission and your purpose. It does. And you know what the best part was, to be honest with you is uh, when my kids saw the difference, when my children came to me and said, you know what? I don't know if God's real, but I know that you are a much different person. And it was years that it was. It wasn't like a, it wasn't like I was good for two weeks, you know, and then I reverted back. It wasn't like they saw me for a year, you know. They've walked the walk with me for seven years. They saw everything I went through. Um, and they have seen the transformation of the old to the new, right? Yeah. So when you give your life to Christ, he says the old man dies, the new man comes, we're new creatures. But it's work. 
I had to work. It wasn't something that just was handed to me because I gave my life to Christ. It's a, it's, it's work. If you really right. want to be the person that God created you to be, then you have to be willing. You have to be willing to surrender some things. You have to be willing to understand you're not perfect, right? Yeah. A righteous man falls seven times, but he keeps getting back up. Right. Um, you have to understand that, a, a you know, a, a good man's, uh, you know, ordered by the uh, steps. What is it? A, a man, um, I can't believe I can't remember it. Um, um, a good man's steps are ordered by the Lord, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, you know, my steps, I don't, if I need advice, I don't call Jane. I call my prayer partner because Jane is going to give me her perspective, her traumas, her background, <laughs> and her perspective, what she's gone through. I call my prayer partners. I call my pastor. I call, you know, uh, somebody that I know that can help me through what I'm going through soundly, put my feet on solid ground, remind me of my roots because, you know, just because I'm a Christian or just because I know the word or, you know, I have troubles, I have tribulations, I go through a lot and, yep. but I don't go through it the way a, a, per, a normal person does anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't have that fear. I don't have um, I still have hope and joy, even though I'm going through yeah. what I'm going through. Right? It really, it really does. It changes your whole perspective. You it know, like, today was my first day after getting baptized, and like just seeing the sun, and like I went out to the park today, and like it was just different for me. You know, uh -huh. like feeling the breeze and and the sun on you, and actually just like appreciating, you know, what what life has to offer and what nature yeah. has. To Offer and it was just a really cool feeling. So I know exactly what you're talking about. And this morning from Psalms 19:7, the instructions of the Lord are perfect, reviving the soul. The decrees of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. Mm. So that was a powerful one. I saw this. Nice. <laughs> so just I needed to bring that to your attention today because I knew you would appreciate that. But it, it's just, it's uh, you know, like you said, it's just the it's faith but we're all going to go through life regardless it's just yeah life still hits me <laughs> it's, it's, you know hits everybody right so you know what are some of the biggest challenges you see donna you know whether it's your everyday life or maybe within the youth that you you deal with what are like some generic issues that you're seeing in that age group you know as of right now um, I'm seeing high levels, definitely of anxiety, um, communication, not being able to communicate yeah. in an effective way where you're not hurting the other person. I kind of feel like they've lost that, uh, sense of like, you know, talking to another person, looking somebody in the eye, being able to tell, you know, to talk to somebody where you're not hurting them, where yeah. you are not demanding something of them where you are navigating their life, letting them be who God created them to be, right? So it's really hard, especially with kids with, uh, who are in uh, the youth with relationships, yeah. right? So they are taking what their environment has shown them and bringing them into their friendships, bringing into their relationships with the opposite sex. It's navigating them. It's, it's making decisions that they really shouldn't be uh, making. Um, helping women, young girls understand that you don't have to take a, a shot of your chest and mm -hmm. send it to a boy in order for him to like you. Yeah. Right. So finding, finding appreciation for who you are, mm -hmm. rejoicing in who you are, 
your your good parts, your bad parts. You know, um, these girls want to have Botox, like all kinds of plastic surgery. I, you know, at eighteen, and I'm like, okay, you know, this is who God has created to be. You're beautiful, like, yeah. you know, and not really relying so much on what social media says about you. Oh, this person only did three likes, but my girlfriend got fifty, and we posted the same picture. You know, society is determining how to how these kids are, you know, reacting or not reacting, and their self worth is coming from other people, right? So my joy, right, mm-hmm. can't come from Stephen because yeah. if my joy comes from you, you are gonna let me down because you're a human being, right? Mm-hmm. You have faults. You have you're a human being, right? We all have faults. So if I put my eggs in your basket, guess what? You're never going to be live up to my expectations. But if I put my trust in him, he will mm-hmm. never leave me nor forsake me and always be there for me. Wow. That is powerful. So the yeah. joy in my life doesn't come from another human being. It comes from the from God, his promises over my life, mm. who I am in him and who and my personal, right? We talked about this, right? So I just want to stress this, right? So my personal relationship with Jesus, it's not a religious thing, right? Yeah. Jesus said, I'm not in a building. I'm not in a church. I've developed a relationship. I could be vacuuming. We were saying this on Saturday and all of a sudden I'm talking out loud and my son's like, mom, who are you talking to? Oh, I was just having a conversation with Jesus. Yeah. 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 Now you mentioned and my that. daughters would tell you that too. And maybe some people might think I'm crazy, but it works for me. That's right. And it keeps me on solid ground. And I don't do anything without prayer. I don't make mm. a move. I don't I don't do anything without asking first if this is what it's supposed to be or not supposed to be. Because my wisdom and my discernment mm. can't come from my own intellect. Come on. So I'm not yeah. I'm not good all the time. <laughs> you know? No, we're all not. So I just, I respect that because I think it's, you know, being able to, to put yourself in that position and ask, you know, and, uh, have your, have your higher faith says a lot. Um, I know you want to get into like the differences between secular versus Christian counseling. Can you talk a little bit about that? I know Christian counseling, you mentioned to me on Saturday, like not religious, it's, it's more based on the word of God. So what is the, what is secular and what is Christian counseling? So, so, you know, two things, secular counseling is pretty much based on like, you have to deal with your burdens. You have to deal with your issues. You know, Christian counseling teaches you that there's somebody who died on the cross for you, gave his life, and we cast our burdens on him. We give our burdens to him because he freed us, right? So Matthew 11 says, you know, come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened and, ha- and I will give you rest. You know, take my yoke upon you. And learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in spirit. So that scripture helps me every time I feel like I have to carry a burden, right? Something's going on in my life. It's so overwhelming for me. I got to remember that scripture. This is not my burden. I got to lay this. I got to give this to God. Let God deal with it, right? And that's through the relationship that I have with him. That's through my prayer life. And I have to tell you, I have many prayers and many witnesses of my prayers you know, manifesting. And I'm always like, Oh my goodness. Wow. You are moving quickly. <laughs> some yeah. things, and some things I've had to be wait. And some things I've said, he said, no. And mm. I had to understand. No, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's the biggest one for me is because secular, like 
they teach you to deal with you, teach you to deal with the burden, right? It's the I statement. But Jesus says, uh-uh, I did it for you. It's already done. It's finished, right? Yeah. So when we understand what that really means, what it really means to cast your burdens and leave them with him, you, you can still navigate. The, the problem doesn't go away, right? So I just want to make that clear. However, you don't carry it anymore because you have removed it and given it to uh, your higher power, your creator. Yeah. You know? Wow. And then... You know, obviously secular counseling is based on evolution, right? That we've evolved and Christian counseling is based on you have a creator, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I think it's like Psalms 139 for it was you who created my inward parts. You knit me right together (laughs) in my mother's womb and I will praise you because I have been faithfully and wonderfully and fearfully made in your image. So what does that tell us? That God has already formed us, made us, knew us, yeah. you know, and that we were formed. So, so it doesn't really go hand in hand with evolution, right? From an ape. So it goes with, you know, having a creator, somebody who created us in his image. And that's what happened, you know, from the very beginning. So let's make man in our image, right? Mm-hmm. And he took dust and blew it into our nostrils and made and formed man. Um, Secular counseling edifies yourself, right? That, when we were just talking about the I statement, well, I need this and I need that. My needs need to be met. And I'm yeah. I, 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 I. Where yeah. Christian counseling says, all right, you know, when I get into a situation, I say, God, is it me? Like, what needs to change in me? What have I done that needs to be changed? Help me look at this from the other person's perspective, not my perspective. You know, you already going to meet my need here. How can I help this person? Mm. Right. And that goes in. I bring that into my job, you know, being a supervisor, having a team of people. I bring that into my personal relationship. I bring that into my my family life. Everything I have, I bring that into. I don't count myself as an I. I count myself as a we. I look at it. You know, how can you change me? How can I be better? Not how that person, because I'm not responsible for Steven. I'm only responsible for me and my actions. Nailed it. Yeah. And I, I think you, you really get to the next level of self-development when you're able to, to dial into your faults and your weaknesses. And yeah. this is something that like I take very seriously and I have just dove in hardcore now and just like interjected everything out that I wanted to go and, and, and change, um, you know, and it's always a work in progress, right? We're never, we're never going to re- oh. re- perfection as humans but i think it's just the understanding and the trying and the effort you know goes a long way donna like you're saying and and you know so if you're a young kid listening to this if you're an adult if you're going through something you know i think this is powerful stuff for you to utilize for your life and actually implement um and get rid of the eye and start the way and i actually put this in my post yesterday but you know i I said i'm I'm joining team god now and i'm not on team steven anymore Mm. that was a big step for me uh to to utilize because it's very easy to to fall into the the fame the success the greed right when you're going good in anything whether it's sports whether it's academics whether it's you know business whatever you're involved in in your life your passions you know, it's very easy to, to jump on that path and stay on that path. And it becomes an eye game real quick, you know, and your shoulders, yeah. get broader, your shoulders get broader. You, you, I deserve more. And, and, you know, you, you're not grateful for what you have and, and it happens within an instant. So I would just say, 
you know, take a deep breath and, and put your prayers in a higher power and, you know, stay humble and, and good things will continue to happen. And if you could take a step back and just understand where you came from, kind of Donna, what you were talking about, just your background and, and everything that you've been through, um, it, it goes a long way. And that Bible study changed your life, correct? Oh, yeah, that, that Bible study changed my life. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I work for a window and door company. They were Christian and they changed my life by getting me into the church. You know, I was raised a Catholic and, you know, ha haven't stepped foot in church in a long time. And that started putting me on the path to, to for self-development, getting me back to to my roots. So I under, I appreciate, you know, how you fell into it for sure. Um, mm -hmm. And then, Donna, you're also an ambassador for disabilities and veterans, uh, kids with disabilities and veterans. Is that right? So, so um, I'm an ambassador for people with disabilities. Okay. Um, so what that is, 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 is basically I, I, you know, help advocate for people with disabilities um, and, sh and, and see, you know, a, put awareness into uh, a community at my job. Right. So it's called employee resource group. So I take that, I take that, um, awareness and I bring it into a community at my job. Um, and then we do, you know, we do live broadcast, live uh, broadcast, you know, on our zone. So I'm part of the East zone. So yeah. if I have a, if I have a meeting, it's completely the entire East zone. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and um, so, you know, helping people come to the awareness of people with disabilities, right? There's some disabilities that are visible and there's some disabilities that are not. Right. And mm. so we have to respect that. My son has autism um, mm. and, you know, that awareness, uh, bringing that awareness. He doesn't look different. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't, you know, Down syndrome, we can see on somebody. That's a disability that's visual. Somebody who's lost a leg, that's a disability that we can see. My son's like his autism, you can't see. Right. Mm. You can't see it. He could speak fine. He can navigate fine, but you wouldn't know it until you got into a, like a little bit of a relationship with him. He, him is a little bit different. You can tell, but there are yeah. some people with that disability that you can't tell, right? Helping people being aware, conscious of it. How can we be better to, to in the community? Are there needs not being met in our offices, right? Do we have wheel, you know, this person's in a wheelchair. Do we have access for them? Are they struggling? You know what I mean? What are they bringing into their job, right? So we all have something at home. We don't leave it at the door. Let's face it, right? We go to work. We're not going to leave that at the door. We bring everything with us no matter where we go. It's having a better understanding of the people that we're working with. And if they do have a disability, you know, just finding that awareness, advocating for them, helping them find resources in the community, you know, so. I got to connect you with Doug Cornfield. He was on my show a little bit earlier on uh, with, with d3 dreams uh with kids with disabilities so we'll have to connect you guys uh he brings the sports realm into it and oh, know, great. it's throughout the country so yeah i think you would love their story um and that's how i love doing this podcast because it connects all of us together and and uh we make we make this planet a better place to live and and be so um we're moving right along donna but you know i know also you know your your counseling job is not your main job so you're also a claim supervisor for Progressive, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I manage a team of uh, individuals in the uh, property damage part of claims, which is writing estimates, going to body shops, identifying damages. Um, so I manage a team of about four people. 
um, coaching, mentoring, you know, it's, I bring this Christian counseling to more places than you know. <laughs> <laughs> It travels with me everywhere. My team knows I pray for them. They yeah. know, you know, uh, if, you know, if business is business, but if they need something, they know I'm there to listen. And that's important. That is important. Yeah. Um, um, and I know you mentioned the, what is the success rate for temperament counseling? That was oh, so temperament counseling actually has a 93% success rate. Hmm. Yeah. And that statistic has been formed through like three, I think it was like 30,000 case studies that were done. And they're constantly, you know, the National Christian Counseling Association is is always doing, uh, you know, statistics, you know, seeing through the case studies, you know, how we're evolving, how people are, you know, most, you know, doing and getting healed or finding what they were looking for, right? Finding that 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 ends to a to a, to the problem, or just even giving their life to Christ, or just you know, um, just getting healed, just getting what they need, right? So you don't have to sit with me for ten years. I don't want you to. <laughs> My objective is, I tell you, I want you, you know, be here maybe six months. You know, it depends on what the issue is. It depends on what we're working with. It depends on how much you want to give. There's homework. You know, you're not. It's interactive. It's not you sit next to me and I just listen to you and go, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then you leave. No, it's like, okay, you know, we go back and forth and I give you homework. There's things that you have to do. This is your walk. This is your healing, right? Mm -hmm. We're identifying your roots. Now it's time to uproot, get uproot them, right? It's time to dig them up and take action. That's right. And take action for sure. And uh, Donna, if somebody's interested in this type of counseling, how would they find you? How would, how would they find the organization? What's the best way? So I have a, I have a Facebook site, Healing Hearts and Minds Counseling. You can go there or you can just uh, reach me uh, on Messenger on Facebook, uh, you know, and, you know, or call me, you know, if you reach me on messenger, um, I'll reach out to you. I'll give you my number and then you can call and then we can connect my church that I'm with now, right now I'm getting a lot of referrals. She's like, please tell me when not to send them to you anymore, <laughs> which I'm very grateful for. Right. But yeah. I have to find that work-life balance because I have a 50 to 60 hour job with progressive. And then, you know, I do have a family and my yeah. son, and then I do have a personal life. And then I also do the Christian counseling. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, a lot. So it's finding that balance. But you know what? Um, whatever I do, God has always given me the strength to do it. Yeah. So I never, I'm never tired. Yeah. You and know, and is, I always find the time. And this is your calling and purpose. You know, I think that's what we're seeing from the show is just how much passion you have inside you for this and to help others. And that was the feeling that I got from you on Saturday, just the fact that you listened to me. Um, and that's why I was so excited to bring you on the show. And, and what would be one thing that maybe one of your students would say about you, you know, that uh, just from doing counseling with you? Yeah, so I know that they have said that they've gotten closer to God, right? Understanding, um, you know, that there is a higher power, yeah. that they're not alone, right? Their circumstance does not dictate where they're going, mm. right? Um, that's a couple of things that they have said. So, uh, one young man has said, you know, he sleeps better now, you know, um, 
just getting, just talking about it, just knowing that God is with them. As a matter of fact, when I started counseling, he didn't give his, he didn't really want anything to do with God. And that's a funny thing. You don't have to know God to come see me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's a good it's, point. That's a good point. Yeah. To you know, just yeah. so you don't have to, it's yeah. a different way of counseling. It's a different way of going about, you know, some people have just gone to regular counseling for so long that they've never felt any different. And then mm-hmm. they try Christian counseling and their life changes, mm. you know, my life changed, Yeah. you know, so, you know, they find their purpose. When you find your purpose, you find meaning. When you find meaning, you find whole, you find, you become whole, right? When we find our creator, we become whole again. We're separated by sin. So until then, until we find him, we're always going to be feeling like we're missing something. You're right. Wow. That's, that's excellent. Yeah. And, and I would, you know, I would speak to that as well. Just, I tried the counseling myself and other avenues and it doesn't mean it's the, you know, wrong thing for someone right. else. It's just has right. to be, has to fit what you're looking for. That's and, it. you know, when I fell into the, the Christian faith, it helped me really heal, you know, to a full extent. So I understand what you're talking about. And I know on your bio, it says it's a journey, not a race. And what would be your, your last points of wisdom as we unwind here? <laughs> You know, so I always think about Paul, right? So I love the stories in the Bible and I make them so applicable to the youth, right? We talk about different things. We talk about, you know, David and Goliath and we talk about Jonah and the whale, (laughs) you know, and I always try to be really interactive because to me, those are real stories, right? So, um, and they'll say to me, oh, I've never really looked at it that way. Like the way you make it sound, it sounds so interesting. (laughs) Um, The thing is, is that, you know, Paul said, you know, he ran, it said he ran the race, you know, and he, and, and, and he learned how to be content in every situation, right? Whether he had money, whether he was poor, whether he had food, whether he was hungry. Um, and that's the biggest takeaway, right? Cause life has a lot of challenges. Yeah. We have a roller coaster. Um, you know, we're on a roller coaster ride, either we're up. So, you know, like, uh, Solomon said, you know, when he talks about Ecclesiastes and the seasons, right? There's a lot of seasons to our lives and finding how to be content in every one is the goal. Finding peace, finding a place where it doesn't navigate you, you navigate the season. Regardless. Preach, preach. Regardless of what's going on, whether it could be, you know, a divorce, it could be a lot of different things. Death is a hard one, right? Uh, because when it comes to early or a child, you know, um, a loved one, a spouse, uh, you know, anything, anything, death is, is one of the hardest things, um, that grieving, right. You can never get over that. Right. Yeah. Uh, you find a place in your heart, a compartment, right. And you learn, you know, I hate the expression time heals all wounds. It really doesn't. That's, mm-hmm. um, you know, not really true. But when we learn how to find a place for it, when we learn how to be content in it, when we learn and understand it, when we can understand death in a different way and find have another different perspective of it, of it, we we can it helps us move forward. We're not to get stuck in a season, right? That's why we have seasons. If we got stuck in winter, I'd be really miserable because there'd be no beach and there'd be no pool. <laughs> I was going to say there's something else on your on your so bio. I know it is stuck in a season. We have to keep moving past it. And, you know, um, God helped me do that. And, you know, I would, 
love when other when I can watch God do it for other people. Mm. That give that giving back and, and watching people fall into what they're supposed to do for for life and, and their mission, their journey. I mean, I saw it, you know, just from being a baseball coach, but yeah. now that I'm doing business coaching too, it's it's unbelievable to watch people fall, come into their own, fall into their own and, uh, you know, just make those around them better and yeah. become better people, right? That's our, yeah. all, of our, all of our goals is to take our sins and turn them around and, and be the best person that we could be, you That's know? That's it. That's it best version of who god created us to be right Mm -hmm. and don't let society mold you yes don't let them create your version because that's really not your version or dictate right what happiness is supposed to be for you that's right that's a big one because i've noticed that with the younger generation too that's right just with don't compare you're not i'm i'm not like jane over here and you know, Karen over here, I'm who I am. And yeah. you're either going to love me or you're going to not, you know, not want anything to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I'm not going to change because of your opinion of me. I'm only going to change if one person's opinion of me. Well, your tribe is going to, they're, they're going to, they're going to rally around you for who you are. Just like you have, we have 12 eyeballs on for commenting. So, you know, I could tell by how authentic you are. Oh, wow. Really? The tribe that, that you, you pull. So, yeah, we have quite the amount of followers on. Nice. So, that's kudos thank to you, you, everybody. That was so, nice. Very good. So, Donna, thank you so much for your time. It was a Thank you, Stephen. This is uh, everything I, I knew it would be. So, I'm so proud <laughs> of you. I know you were a little anxious coming on, but you freaking aced it. So, and I didn't use my Italian hands. That's right. And then we were talking about that before the show, right? We're both Italian and throwing hands around. And they're like, hey, why don't you calm down a little bit? <laughs> and I, I figured by now you'd be cleaning, right? As the Italian mom. Yeah, right. Was, As I'd be cleaning. Okay, I gotta go. Cooking the spaghetti and meatballs. So no, thank you from the bottom of my heart. That was uh, Thank powerful. you, Stephen. I hope, I hope the audience got some value from it. I know they did. Um, and this will, so. be, this will be available on, on Apple, Google, uh, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio. So be on the lookout for that. And uh, Donna, thank you so much for your time. It was a pleasure. <laughs> thank you, Stephen. It was All a right. pleasure. Thank you. We'll talk again soon. I'll drag you back, Stephen. Okay. Sounds good. All right, guys. So what uh, excellent episode number six uh, with Donna uh, DeToro from the National Christian Counseling Association. Um, I have some upcoming programs to SRO Business Coaching. Uh, we have the Field of Dreams Business Academy tonight, 8 p.m. start. Uh, message me for the Zoom link. It's free for local businesses and entrepreneurs. We're going to teach you how to grow and scale your business on a cleat string budget. Um, I have Transitional Titans Men's Group starting on uh, December 6th. It's going to be every Tuesday from 8 to 9 on Zoom. So if you're going through a transition in your life, you're looking for other men to come around, men of God, men of business, men, uh, family men. We're going to really support each other, come around each other, and uh, support one another. So reach out to me for more info on that. Um, if you're interested in being a podcast guest on SRO, um, on the Field of Dreams Business Podcast, shoot me an email at the bottom at the ticker there, Coaching at gmail.com. We'll get you on as a guest. We'll bring you on just like the way Donna was able to present who she was and what she's involved in, uh, you'll get the same opportunity. So that's what the show's about. Um, and then we have Communicate Like a Loving Shark. So Dr. Christine West uh, is going to be the featured speaker. I will be hosting 
That's on November 15th from 8 to 9. It's going to be a Zoom, web Zoom webinar. It's totally free. There's no cost. And you're going to learn how to communicate like a loving shark. So if you guys are interested, there's the programming. Thanks for tuning in tonight. Hope you got some value. And uh, we'll see you on the flip side.